In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Hi, it's Rachel Hollis, and this is the Start Today podcast. The Start Today community are people from every walk of life all around the world, but we all have one important thing in common. We're all trying to become a better version of ourselves. This is a community of dreamers and doers. This is a cohort of learners and leaders. This is a space where we celebrate trying again, learning from failure, and rooting each other on. We believe that when you start each day with gratitude and intention, you can produce incredible results. Start today this way. Hi, guys. It's Rach. Welcome to another episode of the Start Today podcast. It's Monday. I'm so pumped that you're here, and I hope that our conversation today is going to give you a little boost, give you some joy, some lightness, some ideas. Choose any of those things as we take on this new week or wherever this podcast listening session finds you. Today's episode is a response to a question I got in overwhelming numbers in the DMs on the Start Today Instagram. And if you were one of those people, I really hope that this conversation is going to be helpful. But let me let me set it up and tell you guys how this all started. Last week, producer Jack and I were filming episodes of the Friday edition of this show, which I hope you listen to. On Fridays, he and I sit together and I hope that it's just a bit more fun and light and you kind of get to hear two people talking on how they're working on their stuff instead of just me talking about how I'm working on my stuff. But in that conversation, I thought, oh, you know, it'd be cool. What if I get on the Start Today stories on Instagram and just ask if anyone has any questions. And it took me a hot minute to figure out how to do that, but I did. And there were all sorts of questions that came back, which ended up being great because it made for some great content and stories. I answered some of those questions. It made for great conversation between the two of us in the Friday episodes that you'll hear upcoming But I was really surprised to find one question show up over and over and over again. Like I stopped counting at 10 times that I had received the same question. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to do a full episode about it because clearly y'all have questions about how do you figure out the goal? I got variations of this again and again where people were like, I'm so excited about all the things that I see. I cannot figure out what to focus on. I cannot figure out what's the one thing that I should look at. How do I figure out what I want to work on? And I got it again and again. So we're going to break it down today. If you have this question, this episode's for you. If you feel like you already know the answer, maybe you get something else out of it that you didn't expect. So let me utilize my own history to give you my perspective on this question. And in order to do that, I have to go back to 
the impetus for the Start Today brand and the Start Today journal and all of it back in the very beginning. If you have a Start Today journal, then maybe you've read this story because it's the opening chapter of the book. If you want me to explain it in more detail, you can listen to episode zero of this podcast. I talk about it there too, but let's just go a little bit deeper today. Essentially, for as long as I can remember, I have been super motivated to have a better life. From the time I was little, like I remember being 10, 11, 12 years old and already planning what it was going to be like when I was an adult and I could get away from my family and I could get away from my home life. And I had all of these big, grandiose plans. I had all these big, grandiose plans because the environment that I was inside of could be really awful at times. And it had been like that my entire life. Have you ever heard that expression, life isn't happening to you, it's happening for you? It's a really powerful way to look at your own life. And sometimes it's hard to see things that way when you've gone through something awful or something traumatic or you're in the midst of a hard season. But when I heard that as an adult and I was able to look back on my life, I could see all of these synchronicities. I could see all of these moments and all of these paths that I took because of not just the good stuff, but oftentimes because of the hard stuff. Because of the hard environment I was in, I developed a really incredible imagination. It kind of sounds sad. I look at that through the eyes of a mother, and I think of a young version of myself, five or eight or 10 years old, having this incredible imagination because I was literally trying to imagine a life that was better than the one that I was inside of. I was using my imagination to take me out of my environment as a coping mechanism. And it's really sad that I had to do that. But at the same time, that imagination is what helped me to start to dream of something bigger and better and more joyful than where I was currently living. So I started to have all of these dreams about where I wanted to go in life. And basically, I knew two things. I wanted to be away from where I was. I wanted to be out of my hometown and away from my family. And I wanted to be rich. Now, remember, I was like 10 years old at the time or 16 years old. And maybe that sounds obnoxious to you. But I think if it sounds obnoxious to you, it's because you have never grown up in an environment where you struggled financially. If you've ever been in that kind of scarcity or that kind of fear around money and it's been a huge part of your life, I think it's easier to understand a little kid thinking that being rich would keep her safe. And I didn't have a therapist at the time, so I couldn't have connected those dots. But in my little girl head, that was my truth was I was like, I just want to get away and I want to be rich. Like I didn't even really know what that meant other than watching like E! News and seeing like Cribs on MTV and seeing celebrities who lived in mansions and having this idea that that kind of money would make me have a better life. So from a very early age, that was what I was imagining. And it just so happened that I grew up doing theater. I was a drama kid. I was the president of the drama club. I did musical theater. It was a huge part of my life. For any of you who've ever been with, you know, the band geeks or the drama club nerds or 
those kind of environments where you find your people and you find your community with the other weirdos, you'll get it. It's like coming home when you haven't had a home before. And I really found my people in those spaces. I found this thing I love to do and I had this vision for my life. And in retrospect, it was pretty obvious that this little immature version of myself decided that my goal, my ultimate end-all be-all goal was to be an actress. I was doing theater. I wanted to be rich and I wanted to leave my hometown. So being an actress made absolute sense to a younger version of myself. And I got laser focused. I obsessed over it. It became my one thing. It was all I thought about. It was all I talked about. And I didn't have the language for manifesting back then. I didn't understand that what you focus on, you give energy to, and the world starts to rise up to meet you and everything starts to align to push you towards this goal. But for years and years and years, it was all I talked about. Everybody who knew me knew that was the goal. My family knew, my best friend knew. It was it was my life was figuring out how to get out of this place as fast as possible and get to LA so that I could be an actress. Now, fast forward in time to me at 18 years old, 19 years old, living in LA, going to school to learn how to act, going to school to be a better actor, interning at Miramax Films in production, working a couple other super sketchy jobs, babysitting, doing all that I could to survive, barely making ends meet, shopping for groceries at the 99 cent store. And at first, feeling so freaking elated that I was finally in this place that I had dreamed about being for so long. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. And I think that I lived the life of a wannabe actor in LA for about a year before I realized I absolutely did not want that life. Auditions are the worst, especially when you're brand new. Trying to find an agent when you're brand new, it's hard. It's uncomfortable. It's every single thing that you've ever worried about with your looks or your body is on display at all times. People are not kind. You're, you know, it's like you're waiting for hours. You're, it's just like it couldn't have been less joyful. And I think. It was this shock to me because I had come from a theater background where everything about theater was incredible. And now that I was trying to make that my career, it was just gross. It was like the worst parts of it. So after about a year, I was like, I hate this. I really don't like this thing. And I realized that maybe I don't want to be an actress so I have to go back to what on earth am I doing here? Why am I in LA? Why am I doing any of these things? And I come back to that long ago dream of mine, which was 
to be rich and to be away from my hometown. And I've done it, right? I've, I'm away from my hometown. I am not rich at all. I am broke as a joke. But at least I accomplished one of my things. And in accomplishing one of my things, I also found out that another goal I had set was not for me. You don't know when you have a vision in your head whether or not you will actually like the thing once you get there. It's an unfortunate reality that many people have to face that they become so obsessed with the goal. You know, they want to go to medical school and they want to be a doctor and they do these things and they just keep putting their head down, focusing on, putting their head down, focusing on, putting their head down, and then they get to the thing, they get to what they've worked so hard for, and they're like, oh my God, I hate this. And they don't know what to do. I see those moments as a gift from the universe. I always prayed back then and still very much today, I always prayed, God, either throw the doors open or slam them in my face. But if I am not supposed to be on a certain path, please make it very clear to me because I am really good at putting my head down and getting the job done. I talked about this in last week's episode of RHP, which I hope you guys listened to. I shared all sorts of ideas about how to get out of a scarcity mindset and into an abundant mindset. But in that episode, I talk about always really priding myself on like, oh, I'm a salmon and I'm swimming upstream and I can do anything. I can make anything happen. I don't take no for an answer. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. At 40, almost 41, I really understand that my life would have been so much easier, would have felt so much better and would have been more successful faster if I had just gone with the flow instead of gone with the force, trying to force it into action. But I didn't know this back then. I just had clarity on, okay, you've accomplished one thing. Acting isn't for me, but I still would really like to be rich. This is like 18-year-old Rach living in LA. I'd still really like to be rich. And I really loved movies. Again, coming from a theater background and thinking that I was going to be an actress, I loved film. I loved movies. I just so happened to be interning at the time at the biggest production company you could work at, period. In 2000, there was not a better opportunity in the movie business than working for Miramax. Every incredible movie that was being made, everything that was winning, every Oscar, all of them were at Miramax. And so I had this internship and I thought, okay, maybe I could work my way up in a production company. Maybe I could make movies. Maybe I'm not supposed to be an actress. Maybe I'm supposed to make a movie. So I got a new goal. The new goal was get hired to work at Miramax, which I did. Then I realized that behind the scenes, that place was, as you all now know, an absolute vile, horrible place to have to work for horrible, horrible people. So then the goal became something new. Okay, how do I keep working in movies, but move up in my career? And I just kept following the goal that made sense for where I was in my life at that moment. But the guiding star, the North Star for a very long time was like, I just want to get to a place 
where I don't have to worry about money anymore. It really was so grounded in wanting to get to financial freedom from a very early age. I wasn't thinking like, oh, what would make me happy or what would be fulfilling? I didn't have those words, y'all. I was like 18, 19, 20 years old. I just kept thinking what will move me up in my career so I keep moving up in the amount of money that I make every year. So I tell you that story to then give you this answer, the answer to the question, how do you pick the goal? How do you pick the one thing? And I give it to you from the perspective of 40-year-old Rach with the added insight of 18-year-old Rach. Here's something that can save you two decades or maybe more. You choose the goal that will give you the life that you want to have. 10 years ago, I would have told you to focus on the goal, to think up the goal, what thing excites you, what would you like to do, focus in, narrow in on that, do that thing. But I have grown and learned and evolved. So let Auntie Ray Ray give you the real, real. You want to choose the goal that will give you the life that you want to have. And I say that because a younger version of me thought that I wanted to be an actress. But what I really wanted was to have financial security and freedom inside of a career that was creative. And it just so happened that acting made sense to me because that was what I was doing every day in high school. And when you don't know what to choose, choose anything that feels like it's headed in the direction of the life that you want to have. I think that those of you who keep swirling around, what's the goal, what's the goal, what's the goal? I think that you do that because you think if you don't choose the absolute perfect goal, that it's going to derail your whole life. And y'all, I now see if I had wanted to be a Broadway actress instead of a television actress or a movie actress, my life would have went in a completely different direction. I would have gone to New York instead of LA. I would not have met my ex-husband, which means I would not have my four children, which means I would not have the life, the incredible, beautiful, hard, awesome, difficult, like all the things, this life, I wouldn't have this. If I hadn't just followed some intuition that said, this is the direction to head. Stop being afraid that you're going to choose the wrong goal. Be afraid that you're going to waste the next 18 months debating what the goal should be. I can't tell you how many things I have written down in my Start Today journal and been so pumped about them and then over time realize like, oh wait, that's not actually what it is. Or, oh wait, that's not actually what I want. Or that's not actually how I want it to show up. Like I'm constantly augmenting how I write things or what they mean when I get more clarity on what it should actually be. It's why when I do the guided meditation in episode zero, it's why I put so much emphasis on imagining your life in the future 
thinking of who you want to be in 10 years, thinking of who you want to be in five years, or if that feels too far away, literally, where do you want to be 12 months from today? 12 months from today, where do you want to be? Start there. And then make the goal something that makes who you want to be 12 months from today a likelihood. If you want to be a healthy version of yourself 12 months from now, well, then you have to choose a goal today that puts you on the path to make that possible. If you want to take your career to the next level, incredible. What are you doing today? What's the goal today that will get you closer to that version of yourself? That's the one goal. Hey, Start Today. This is Jackson, and I just wanted to say how much I appreciate y'all showing up in the community. I love seeing photos and videos of you taking on every day and striving for more. It's really incredible to be able to witness your journeys and be able to cheer you on. If you have photos or videos of you or a friend getting out there and striving for greatness, please share them with me. You can use the hashtag StartTodayJournal, or you can just DM the Start Today Instagram account directly. The photos that you share don't have to have anything to do with the journal, just anything that you're working to achieve, we'd love to see. Your stories are inspiring, and I'd love to share them with the rest of the community. That's hashtag StartTodayJournal, or you can just DM the account directly. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? But it's a perfectionist mentality to think that what's standing between you and a better life is your ability to perfectly call the shot. So hopefully, all of that gives you some ideas about how to pick the goal. But let's say you're looking at your list and you're like, actually, there are five different dreams on here that all could be the goal. And what you're struggling with is not how to have a goal, it's which one do you narrow it down to. In that instance, I say you choose the one that makes you the most excited. If you want to make something manifest in your life, emotion is the strongest magic trick that you have in your ability to make that happen, period. When I think of the big goals in my life that I've achieved, it was always things that were wrapped in really strong emotions. Becoming a New York Times bestseller or moving to Los Angeles or starting my own business. They were things that when I thought about them, I got so excited and the excitement of that thing 
was all the momentum I would ever need. I wrote an email for Start Today, which I hope you guys are getting, and I hope you guys are opening. So you check it out, because every single week I'm writing a bunch of different ideas I think will be helpful. But the one that I sent out last week was about what to do when you're totally unmotivated. Like, what are things that I do when I'm totally unmotivated? Because you've probably heard me say that the key is momentum, right? When you do something over and over, your habits are so intact that you don't need motivation because you've got this pattern to fall back on. But at the same time, if you have something in your life that you are so excited about, that the thought of achieving that thing completely energizes your whole being, That is the goal that you should make your goal because we can all be motivated to do things in life. But when you're actually excited to get to work, when you're like, oh my gosh, like this is, I can't believe I get to do this. This is so exciting. Like what a gift. This is the best. Like that kind of energy, that's abundance. That's the vibration that you want to be at to create anything in your life. So if you look at things, like for example, let's say that one of the items, one of the dreams in your Start Today journal or one of the dreams that you have in your life is to be debt-free. And another one of your dreams is to take your business past the million dollars in revenue mark, right? And both of those align with the vision that you have of your future. But If you have read the journal or if you've heard me talk about or if you have read the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller, which I'm going to keep recommending forever and ever, the concept is that you choose the one goal that if it were to become true, everything else on the list would not be necessary anymore. So if, for instance, you have $10,000 in credit card debt that you want to pay off and You could focus on paying that off in small increments, which is great. We love a debt-free life. I'm all about that. And you can set a, you know, I'm going to set a plan to do this. I'm going to make sure I'm paying what I need to pay every month. Should I focus in on that dream rate? Should I make that the number one goal I'm working on? Or over here, my business did $600,000 this last year, but I have a goal to get it to a million dollars in revenue. And if I get it to a million dollars in revenue, as the owner of this business, I'll actually get to take home $150,000 more than I did last year. Now, one of those dreams, at least for me, is so exciting, I could pee my pants. One of those dreams, I can think off a million different ways that I could start to achieve it that will give me energy, that will give me motivation, which will lead to momentum. So if I have to choose pay off my debt, which is great. Paying off your debt is awesome, but it's not nearly as fun as focusing on making a million dollars in revenue in your business. So choose the thing that you're going to be the most excited about. So let's just take it back. Let's go through it one more time. Number one, I want you to focus on the life that you want to have. Number two, I want you to think of which of your current dreams will make that life most possible and make everything else on the list unnecessary because you've achieved it. And number three, I want you to focus on the goal that gives you the most energy and excitement and joy. That is how you choose the goal. That's what you do. 
But beware of changing up your goal every couple months because you feel like you're not as excited or actually this would be way more interesting. Beware of that. As a writer, I once heard this referred to as the Scarlett Johansson effect. Okay. So I was at a writer's conference years ago and someone was telling the story of how literally every single person who writes a book, writes a screenplay, works on a big project, that you get about halfway through that project and you start to daydream and fantasize about another project. I have this right now. I'm in my millionth round edits on my screenplay, which feels impossible. It feels so hard. If you've read The War of Art, I feel like I am battling resistance every single day. And because I am battling resistance on these edits, I keep fantasizing about doing edits on my book instead, which is not as pressing. But I'm like, oh, but the book would be so fun. And this author that I heard speak years ago, she was like, imagine you're an old man and you've been married to the same woman for 40 years. And it feels like it's not as exciting. And it feels like she bugs you sometimes. And across the room, you see Scarlett Johansson. And you start to tell yourself that if only you were with Scarlett Johansson, that life would be better, that things would be funner, that you'd be more in love, that you'd be a better version of yourself. You start to fantasize that it would all be better, that the grass would be greener over there with ScarJo. But the reality is that if you married Scarlett Johansson, you'd feel the same way in 40 years, right? And the project that you're working on or the goal that you're working against, it will lose some of its luster along the way. So beware of any time that you have the instinct to jump ship because it doesn't feel as exciting. Because focusing in on that one goal until you achieve it is the key that so many of you are missing. Doesn't have to be perfect. Doesn't have to be exactly right. Just has to get you in the direction of where you are headed so that you can make better choices maybe or so that you can realize, holy crap, This was exactly what I always needed to take my life to the next level. I hope that answered your question, guys. And I hope that you'll consider sharing this podcast episode with a friend. Put it on your social. Let people know about the work that we're doing over in the Start Today community. And as always, don't forget to share what you've got going on. Use the hashtag StartTodayJournal or send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to see what you're up to. I'll be back on Friday with producer Jack for another fun conversation. And until then, as always, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Start Today podcast is hosted and produced by Rachel Hollis. Executive produced by Jack Noble. Audio editing by Andrew Weller. It is part of the 3% Chance Network.